listening to the Comedy Here Often podcast. I'm your host, Kevy, and today on the show we have comedians Charlie Damaris and Kyle Bottom. The man, the myth, the legend. Levels, Jerry. Levels. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't they call it round team? <laughs> okay. Beautiful. The can's round. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> the cans is cylindrical. Yeah, like, it's a bizarre bit. Uh, is this more politics? Is that why I don't understand it? <laughs> this is... Um, That's Banya. Banya from Seinfeld. Okay. Jerry's, like, nemesis in the comedy world. But this is oh, when he, yeah. like, takes him under his wing as a mentor. And he's, like, writing him Ovaltine chunk. <laughs> oh, yeah. The cup's round. The can is round. They should call it round team. Do you guys know the uh, the thing about the muffin tops bit being a Kevin James bit first? And Seinfeld writers were going to the comedy store and like really apparently allegedly taking premises and turning them into Seinfeld bits. It's Top insane of the muffins here, yeah. that uh, like Seinfeld preemptively made Kevin James not yeah. funny. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Yeah. We're, that's how we're gonna start this. Yeah, Oof. boom. This is the edgiest shots podcast. fired in <laughs> Canada. Yeah, cancel culture is a lie. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Kevin James and Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> we just canceled two shows. Man, I can't believe that. Was that was that a show that you guys watched a lot younger that you were hoping was kind of an inspiration on? Being stand-ups, or did you guys want to King of Queens? King of Queens. I'm talking about Patton Oswalt's <laughs> character as the neighbor. Yeah, yeah. King, King of Queens made me want to drive delivery. I No, look, I, I mean, Kevin James, uh, I'm sure he's somebody's cup of tea. Mm. It's amazing yeah. to me, like, what you can... If you... It's really an ideal situation that he's in of being a an, an undeniably handsome fat guy mm. in Whoa. a culture... That's a rare archetype. Thanks. You could have said that. Two people, Kevin, James, and myself. Go on. Uh, But like the, um, because he has these classic leading man looks. Mm -hmm. And then he's in this like Mm -hmm. relatable oaf kind of. So he was this perfect, um, he's like this, you know, I I have a friend. man kind of Yeah, yeah. But, But people like to look at him. And then everybody was like, oh, how could he? Have Leah Romini as a she, that, oh that get out of here! That happens all the time. That happens all the <laughs> it time. Does. You telling me like a big guy with a handsome face what, couldn't have a hot wife? Exactly. Get out of here! I'm here to tell you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or a great dog, or whatever. Yeah. When I think of his stand-up, I always just think like high energy and like goofy and. I think he's pretty clean, right? He's like squeaky clean. I didn't mean to start that in such a uh, catty way. I didn't know we were recording yet. Uh, Kevin James is fine. Yeah. I don't have any no, no. Kevin James Just beef. not a major influence for Charlie Demers. You gave us the real stuff. Yeah, the he real was, good. Like, he was an influence on like, I'm going to take this fat body and beautiful face, go find me a hot wife. <laughs> yeah. So that's, everyone yeah. who's done that looks up the That's Kevin the James. representation we need <laughs> yeah. on television. <laughs> You guys are doing great for yourselves. I don't know why you yeah. say that. Yeah. Um, but what about, was Seinfeld like an, an inspiration for you guys? Or did you guys always know you wanted to do stand-up? Or Seinfeld was a very funny show that yeah. I enjoyed watching. But honestly, I did not care that he was a comedian. 
It wasn't uh, really that relevant to the show, was it? It was more impressive that George worked for a baseball team <laughs> and Kramer did, like, nothing. Yeah, apparently. how did he make ends meet? Ah, he's like a, I don't know. Just entrepreneurial yeah. uh, nether regions of the economy. <laughs> like, yeah. just he's this like sort of... Um, well, he did let those Japanese men sleep in that uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. cabinet, right? And so he's he, always like... He drove that tour bus, and that was the Muffins episode. But that was based on a real thing that the real guy, Kenny Kramer, that Kramer was based on, yeah. did. Really? That's crazy. Yeah. A I mean, scheme? I feel like one of the things that Seinfeld did that was so special is it's like it's one of the only cases i can think of where a show starts as one kind of thing and then just becomes something completely other than that Mm -hmm. but both halves are really good Mm. yeah like family matters i mean sitcoms when we were growing up would change tack all the time yeah but usually it would like become shitty or it would start shitty and then find its footing (laughs) Yeah. Whereas like Seinfeld was like the first few seasons are like all these tiny little mm. Neil Simon plays. Yeah. And and then it becomes this like surreal cartoon yeah. of like fishing with loaves of bread and like just yeah. fully out there. And it 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 brought along one hundred percent it's like the Beatles. Yeah. It's like starting with this just like kind of harmless, mm-hmm. um, you know, doo rock and roll. Yeah. yeah. And then going into this like psychedelic and taking everybody with you. Yeah. And everybody's like, yeah, I liked, um, uh, I want to hold your hand. So sure, I'll go on your acid field <laughs> <laughs> adventure. Yeah. You were going to say Family Matters? <laughs> family Matters. Let's talk about Family Matters. Family Matters got dark after uh, Carl Winslow shot that kid. <laughs> I, uh, I, uh, oh, that's a, uh, a Die Hard reference. <laughs> that's yeah. one of the most fucked up elements of Die Hard that that character's arc is like, his redemption is, I can kill again. Yeah. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Oh my God, I forgot that was his backstory in Die Hard. Yeah. Like, I just thought it would be funny if Carl Winslow shot him. (laughs) Sorry, I thought you were making a very elaborate... uh, And I remembered that he was the cop now. Yeah, he's always the cop. He was the cop, he shot the kid, and then uh, that's like, so I'm just riding the parking tickets, basically. And then he saves John McClane at the end by shooting him. That's a great... Like part of that movie. You know what's weird about their relationship is I forget his name in that movie, so I'm just gonna call him Carl Winslow. <laughs> he and and John McClane never met, but struck up such a bromance yeah. throughout the the duration of the, that movie. And then at the end, remember he's like, "It's not what I pictured" or whatever when they saw each other. But they yeah. already like loved each other at that point. It was. It's a very sweet. I mean, it's Great. a very good movie. Yeah. yeah, they get that bromance over the radio. You know, it's stressful because of the terrorist incident. Yeah. Uh, Plus the interracial <laughs> thing. You can't yeah. really blame them. The interracial they thing is to tough in that any fence. culture. There's uh, yeah. uh, Hans Gruber putting on an American accent. Yeah. Oof. That's a good part of it. Oh, that was a great part. McLean gives him the empty gun. Oh, click. Because he knew oh. all along. This movie has everything. He's a cop, you guys. You can't pull one over on him. <laughs> Wait a second. I just thought of something. Remember the first scene when he's on the plane and he's talking about how he gets nervous and that guy gives him the advice to take his shoes and socks off and, and ball up his toes? Then the most crucial part of the movie is when he's barefoot, has no, barefoot walking on glass. Was that a setup for that scene? 
It is now. It is now. I for I did not remember what the beginning of the movie was. <laughs> How could you? Nakatomi Plaza. <laughs> like, as far as I'm concerned, that movie starts with guns being shot in <laughs> Nakatomi Plaza yeah. during a Christmas party. <laughs> I never saw it as a kid, and my dad took me and my brother. We were driving back from Seattle once, and uh, we stopped into the theater at Bellis Fair oh. in Bellingham, and we saw like four Die Hard 4 or something yeah. like the one with Samuel L. Jackson part 3 three, three. Yeah. and good like, thing we're here to correct that <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, we're um, both Sam, Sam Adams troopers <laughs> Sam Adams great beer <laughs> um, but oh, right. yeah it's uh, uh, and then so I had no uh, interest in it because yeah. I'm not a big action movie guy mm. but then uh, I saw Die Hard Die Hard and Jaws are these two movies that I saw like as a grown up. Oh, and then you see like, oh yeah, that's yeah. a you can absolutely see why everyone talked about this through my whole childhood. I saw. So I'm going to try the same thing with Reaganomics. <laughs> <laughs> You're the next Dennis Miller. <laughs> yeah, it'll uh, trickle down. <laughs> <laughs> I saw so many of those movies way too young because my parents divorced when I was young, so my dad had just not be at a loss of what to do on a weekend. So I saw RoboCop when I was like five. Right. It's so violent. Oh, yeah. Red Foreman shooting off his hand. Yeah. Way too violent. And mean violent, too. It was totally unnecessary. Have you seen that movie? Uh, it, like once. And yeah. it's been a million years. Like I, That's another one. I did not see it as a kid. Okay. My parents were really big on the like no violence. Mm. Wow. Yeah, my parents were very responsible, but then they would send me for sleepovers at right. irresponsible houses. <laughs> yeah, I, I watched Goodfellas when I was like <laughs> ten years old, and I was just sitting there like, "This is all very normal." <laughs> <laughs> that was mean spirited, violent too. Yeah. You but this guy, go, you got this guy's looking over here. This guy's looking over here, and this guy's saying, "What do you want from me?" That's my favorite. <laughs> you're the, it's funny because you're the biggest Sopranos fan I know, mm -hmm. and that. Sopranos is a direct relationship to Goodfellas because it's a lot of the same cast, huge same cast. director. Yeah, mm. yeah. So Goodfellas, um, uh, not the same director, but the but Coppola was in an episode, wasn't he? So Goodfellas is Scorsese. Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah. Um, and there's a Scorsese double who appears in an early episode oh, of um, uh, Sopranos? The, uh, the Sopranos. And um, Chrissy is standing outside of a club, and he goes, Kundun! I liked it! <laughs> uh, and, uh, uh, but yeah, there's the... Um, so the, the major, like, mob constellation of, like, film and TV reference in The Sopranos is, like, Goodfellas and... Uh, like, Goodfellas is by far the, the biggest... But then The Godfather is is big in Sopranos. So um, oranges, anytime anyone has yeah. orange juice or eats death. oranges, is death. And that's because of Vito Corleone and Godfather 1. Mm -hmm. okay. But then there's a lot of stuff of, of like the um, like 1930s, 1940s, Warner Brothers gangster movies okay. as well. Right. It's just a beautiful piece of art. Never watched it. Really? Oh, man. There's shows like Carl that for Winslow me. is a major oh, he's so good figure in it. In it. He does Shut shoot up. a 12-year-old, though. <laughs> oh, man. That's how the series starts. Um, that that's So that's your show everyone gets upset with you for not seeing. For me, it's The Wire. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen that either. I also haven't seen Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad, I think, is my favorite show ever. 
That and Six Feet Under. Big on not watching things. <laughs> yeah, I can <laughs> tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you have all this gaming to do. Yeah, yeah, right? Unless you get two screens. <laughs> That's so insulting. <laughs> like just watching The Wire. <laughs> wow. Spoken like a true non-gamer. Yeah, totally. and then when he turns it off, turns the camera and goes, it's all in the game. <laughs> Anytime I feel like I got some gold, I'm going to say it right to the, to the camera. camera. Yeah. Are people watching this? Is this live stream? This isn't live stream, this one. It's just oh, going to right there to Kevin James. So I was going to say, right, right. I want to be really clear. I have nothing against Kevin James. I think you remotely. hate him. No, not remotely. It's not my cup of tea. Well, who do you hate then? Let's oh. not get into that. Oof. No. He's in the room. Sorry, Andy. <laughs> what? Um, no. He knows what he did. <laughs> Your hair looks good right now, Kevin. Oh, thank you. I was actually thinking that you have a nice head of hair also. Well, I don't really do anything with my hair. I just put a hat on it. But uh, it's there. It's there, yeah. yeah. We've all got pretty good hair. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are hat guys. I'm a, I'm a big hat guy, which is it's when to be my age and have the hairline I have, mm-hmm. especially with the other things I don't have going for me, <laughs> you would think I would really front face the hair. I think it's, you know, it's a bit of an issue for my barber. It's a slap yeah. in the face of God who gave you this great... <laughs> I have this... Uh, yeah, I do have a really nice... Uh, and you've got the... Um, because the, the forehead has receded a little bit, mm-hmm. which you actually need. That's really? what... Yeah, because going back to Goodfellas, mm-hmm. you don't want to end up with the Frank Vincent... Mm. Like, like Dracula... Hair starts yeah, yeah. right above the eyebrows. Okay. I mean, Frank Vincent, rest in peace. I love him. Yeah. But... His hairline was too low. Yeah. If you have a bit of a widow's peak, you kind of look like a, like a fantasy character a little bit. Like you look like a like an elf mm-hmm. or something. You got like little okay. like pointy parts. Like, once again, like Dracula. I'm just going to keep <laughs> using that as a reference. Hopefully it'll work one time. <laughs> yeah. He's just, basically, we're just saying, you once, suck. <laughs> once you go Drac, you <laughs> never go back. <laughs> what a compliment. <laughs> so, um, going back to you having responsible parents when you were younger still do i'm assuming did you you weren't a gamer at all like kyle i played nintendo and uh nintendo is the last console that i was um very good at okay and then we had a genesis Mm -hmm. and then for me it like once it started getting into like my younger cousins started getting like goldeneye or whatever Mm -hmm. and once you could turn around and stuff it just made me um motion sick yeah really so i basically stopped playing video games like you you kind of just like do you feel like you aged out of them or lost interest or it's just i mean i literally nauseated out of them like like once you could turn the characters all around i would play and then i go oh i gotta this is too realistic yeah yeah so i gotta go out and read a book (laughs) and then i go like go on like a (laughs) like read a book on a (laughs) go-kart um but uh I uh, thought that was a quality act out. That was good. Um, good thing this is video. But I don't, um, no. Uh, don't play any, uh, like, I've never played. I don't think Grand you Theft have time. You're the busiest. Like, Dino said, I'm the Jamaican of our scene if I'm involved in the scene because I have so many jobs, but I think you have more jobs than I do. You're the Jamaican in the sense of working a lot of different jobs. Yeah, he, Dino's black, so he's allowed to make a comparison like that. Right, but that's yeah. What he I, I just, uh, I mean... 
not I aware of that like, stereotype, no, Charlie? Well, I mean, if we're like, doing video content, there should be like a little uh, spoiler at the bottom here, like Kevy has a black friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or just an asterisk, and yeah. then it says Dino is black during <laughs> yeah. that uh, during that part. I just didn't know where that was. Uh, That's funny because obviously Dino is black, <laughs> right? He's black, or he is a dinosaur. Yeah, he's black. <laughs> Either black, young and black, elderly and Italian, or fossilized. Apologies to the Italians. I forgot about you. <laughs> yeah. Dino De Laurentiis. Hey. Speaking of uh, mob movies. Okay. Oh, it just keeps bringing it. I'm going to keep trying to hold it back into there. Look at that. Ho's Wonton House has a, has a van. I appreciate it. A windowless van. Well, it's got windows in the back. They don't want to show off all that merchandise, yeah. those sweet wontons. Yeah. I've seen restaurants like loading up vans like that, just full of like catering orders. Show me them dumplings. Yeah. Oof. yeah. That's the name of your dumpling restaurant you're starting, correct? It's another yeah. job. Show me them dumplings. <laughs> so uh, are, you, are you kind of just always writing another book? Because how many do you have now? Um, I, the, Property I values? Sold the sixth. Okay. Whoa. So I yeah. So in that case, like last year, I was waiting on another writing contract to start, and I was just like, "Well, I've got a few months. I should try and write a manuscript yeah. in that time." That's great. An amount of time that you can fill up with yet another thing. I mean, you, I, you know, I don't want to get too dark. Yeah. But I, there are certain childhood traumas that have hardwired me mm-hmm. to expect not for life to not be very long mm. Mm. and that is always kind of like so you you have um this sort of drive to constantly output with well your time. only constant because you think like well just a few more years oh, okay uh and mm. then uh so i am really killing the podcast no i love it but it's um <laughs> you know it's funny when kevy said that his parents got divorced earlier i was like don't laugh <laughs> oh, you can laugh at that as much as you want. I insist. How is well, how did that create the awkward silence and not what you? Yeah, yeah it's true. What was funny to you about it? <laughs> Nothing other oh, than okay. I. Sometimes when people say things that are serious, right. I will, I very quietly to myself will be like, "Don't laugh at this," right? Uh, and it just gives me the urge, right? And I just have to stifle it. You're like um, uh, Lionel Richie. Uh, in um, Easy Like Sunday Morning because the first lyrics are uh, the first lyrics of that song are he goes I know it sounds funny but I just can't stand the pain it's like that doesn't sound funny at all like who he has a horrible friends group yeah like who's Lionel Richie hanging out with did you hear what Lionel said probably Rick James (laughs) he can't stand the pain (laughs) That's how repressed he is emotionally. <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah. he can't express any emotions, so they just all come out together. <laughs> yeah. I know this sounds funny, but there is a lot of blood in my stools. <laughs> <laughs> in <the doctor's office. laughs> yeah. I know it sounds funny, but I can't breathe on it most mornings. <laughs> it's a nice little bike uh, yeah. scenario. Sorry, I'm really finding it quite distracting. No, that's good. If you use any of this video, it was hot today. We're using the whole and video. And I had to walk here, so. You look great. I'm a little glistening. I'm feeling glowy, too. Okay. Yeah, it's because it's, it's bacon today. It's bacon. I saw a great 
little like five panel comic of someone being like is a vancouver centric comic and it was like it's so nice today and then it was in their head being like it's too hot <laughs> and be like it's so nice to be outside the world is dying <laughs> yeah that is uh creepo yeah it, i feel like you can't ever enjoy the good days yeah because you're just like oh right right yeah i know it, it'd be like you're like i Lost a little bit of weight. It's like, oh, right, I have stomach cancer. Oh, yes. <laughs> like, yes. Yeah. Every time someone tells me that I that I that I look good, I'm like, oh shit, I have not changed anything about the way I act. Am I sick? Right. It yeah. runs through your head. I got a BC Hydro bill that was like, you've reduced your footprint by 25 percent since last year. I was like, well, there's. It's been zero change, so did I just like forget to heat my child's bedroom or something? Like, what's going on? Oh, that, yeah, that, uh... Having a child must bring the anxiety up overall. <laughs> yeah. Charlie, it's okay. If you forget to heat her room, I'm sure she will just start a fire. <laughs> if she's learned anything from what Kyle's taught her. <laughs> yeah. You Find a, a coniferous tree and build a... Um, <laughs> Uh, I was, uh, that guy's got those see-through glasses. Oh, yeah. Those really, they found That's a one constituency look. and then just never spread to anybody else. Yeah. Hey, what happened to Google Glasses? Remember those? Oh, oh. yeah. Google Glasses was kind of great because it was this, you know how people say, like, you can't stop the progress of technology, mm-hmm. but that was just, we all said, no. Yeah. <laughs> and just society said, fuck you. You will be shunned if you wear these. Yeah. And we kind of smoked it out. I was a little choked when Google Glasses got canceled because it was one of those like things that happens that I had a hot take on. And I was like, this is oh, the yeah, hot yeah. take. Right. And I was working on this bit about us um, starting kids at birth with Google Glasses <laughs> on and then having them mumble and be like, ah, ba ba. And the Google Glasses are like, did you say Amazon? <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, Actually make a huge purchase. <laughs> I thought, see, I went immediately dark. Oh, oh really? If you're like, oh, yeah. Because if a kid is wearing Google Glasses from the beginning of their life, we'll have proof positive of who molested you. Like, oh, like, I thought that's where black you were mirror, going. Charlie. That's I'm just crazy. Like, <laughs> like, you know, oh, yeah. <clears throat> it was, you know, one... It, you, 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 this is look. Just go in the footage. That's what I thought you were. Uh, oh, that's about crazy. To suggest that that's, would only work with like contact lenses or iris implants because no one's molesting. If you molest a kid wearing Google glasses, you're also a murderer, <laughs> right? Like that. That took it too dark. <laughs> Jesus, I. Uh... I like that you thought of the fucked up thing, and then you collaborate, and you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, yeah. But that's What's wrong with the, you two? Uh, no, but so I didn't even feel ownership over bringing it up, because I was like, oh, this is what I thought you were saying. <laughs> it's like, uh, I we had a, this debate coach who I loved very much in, um, in high school, and her name was Janet, and she was an older lady with very, like, sort of, curly, whitish, grayish hair. And I thought I heard one of our teammates call her Granny Janny. And I was like, Granny Janny. And, but that wasn't what the other person said. And then that became like her nickname. And like years later, her family was using it and everything. And then I was like, so did I make that up? Because I thought I heard somebody else say it. 
You're such a prolific writer that you're outsourcing your own jokes to other people to in other your people. life. You work on this. <laughs> have it back in my office. I've been I've given a lot of sticky nicknames to people. Really? Yeah. Like like throw out like throw out a nickname and then go back years later and everybody's calling them. There was this guy at SFU uh, when I was up there. Like he, he his first days at the student newspaper were mm. my like last days. Mm. And he was this very skinny smallish guy mm -hmm. and his last name was thompson so i was like oh it'd be funny to call him t-bone and i literally i went back into that newspaper office like three years later it was like t-bone you got those pants on like, t-bone blah 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 yet another seinfeld reference yeah it's true t-bone t-bone he's right though you It'll can't choose your own coco nickname. the monkey <laughs> yeah <laughs> Which is insulting because Coco was a gorilla, and that is a great ape. That's not a monkey. How dare you, Larry David? It's true. Yeah. They need to do some research next time they write that show. Cancel Seinfeld. Yeah. Let's do it. I'm surprised it hasn't been by somebody. Well, I guess Kramer. All right. Let's <laughs> go around the table. What is your favorite great ape? There's only four to choose Don't from. Do this to me again. I mean, it's like the politics question all over I again. Do, There's only four. I do love that orangutans bald. Like, yeah. that's a, a pretty endearing characteristic. <laughs> and they have those like beautiful, big, round faces. Yeah. Kevy, do you have a favorite grade eight? I'm gonna go with Charlie's. Just because I didn't know that, and now I know that, and that's my favorite thing. I wonder if they have midlife crises. Yeah, yeah. All right. Or in the jungle. And I pick bonobos because bonobos like to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> bonobos be getting their dicks wet. Or pusses smashed. It's an equal opportunity society. <sighs> I mean, chimpanzees are a big letdown, great apes-wise, because yeah. they turn out to just be like... Because we see them, they're the most photogenic, and you're always hearing how much we're like them. But then they're kind of, they're sociopathic, right? They're very aggressive. Yeah. And they're, yeah, not nice to others. Yeah. Or even each other, right? Wait a yeah. second. A, that story about that woman getting her, or that guy getting his face ripped off by a chimp, it was a chimpanzee he was feeding a birthday cake to that he used to own. <laughs> He used to own the cake. He owned the cake. He owned a bakery. He loved chimpanzees. He used to own a lot of things. Yeah, a cake, a face, a chimp. No, someone had their face ripped off. I'm posting a whole bit about it. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard of this. I thought it was maybe an urban legend, but I think yeah, I think it's a real thing. Because at a certain age, so easily won over. Like you were just waiting to believe that story. It's that he's on my side, Charlie. Yeah, it's like I just got back from Mexico and this. Cactus I brought is going womp, womp. <laughs> <laughs> You remember that one? I believe in that, that Jack. I believe anything best. either of you. I say. think the internet has destroyed urban legends. They used to be yeah. so chilling. And now it's just like somebody doctors a photo or whatever. It's like the internet ruined April Fool's Day. It ruined yeah. uh, urban legends. I mean, it ruined human communication, but I love that Kyle went onto his phone. As I said, the internet ruined human communication. He's researching what you said. I'm using it as a camera, Charlie. <laughs> Just recording a Kevilus podcast. I, that was the I got both angles. Yeah, yeah, I got yeah. both angles. See, once again, he included me. 
Just keeping up on my social media game, you guys. Mm. I like I like all the scientific facts that have been shared here. And Kyle used to work at Science World, so it's no surprise there. Yeah. But I'm not a scientist. I disagree. They, they just like, they, Science World has smart science people that will teach people how to talk good. Uh, and they did that for me. And then I'd go on stage and be like, hey, kids, heat is a form of energy. <laughs> right? And the kids would be like, he is a truth teller. <laughs> Uh, but that's no that's a good use of like because maybe the science knowing types aren't as charismatic don't know how to address a very much I think that's probably fair to say yeah yeah so that's why like Chris Hatfield he comes along he's the first guy to mm. he's not the first guy to go up into space but he was the first one with like a rock 101 mustache yeah. and, uh, and just an like acoustic a guitar. Charming, folksy yeah. personality. Knew how to know? talk to people. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that was really the case. The Science World hired um, like sciencey folks and hmm. like education folks, and then it would hire like comedians and actor type people. Like you and Ivan Decker. Yeah. Did you work there at the same time as him? Yeah, totally. I think I, I helped get Ivan the job there. Oh, but I think he also used Peter Carlone as a reference. Okay, Do you so know Peter no, from Peter and Chris? No. Peter Which and Chris. Which one is he? <laughs> <laughs> Peter and Chris is a very funny sketch comedy duo. Um, that Kyle Bottom manages. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they'll play your birthday party for 50 grand. <laughs> 50 grand? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they bring the Arkells with them. <laughs> You know what's funny about the Arkells is that for quite a long time, because I'm so out of touch with music, when people said the Arkells, I thought they were using slang for, <laughs> for R. Kelly. R. Kelly. <laughs> and I was like, woof, R. Kelly is making a comeback. <laughs> and this was like two years yeah. ago, and I was like, I know what he did. <laughs> and then Charlie gave him a nickname, and it really stuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Arkells! <laughs> the nickname giver. Yeah. Arkells was... Welch. That's what I would That would be the nickname I give him. If he like if R. Kelly ever didn't pay a gambling debt, I'd be like R. Kelly's Welch. Oof, pretty good. Got his. So it's really good. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he just had he just posted his own bail, which I think was a hundred grand, and he went right to McDonald's. So he might have some financial problems. Whoa, 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 whoa! He did not post his own bail. He didn't. Somebody posted his bail and asked to remain anonymous. <laughs> so let. The conspiracy theories <laughs> come in. Oh my god, it's Julian Assange. Oh no, I just hope that somebody posted this bail wearing a Guy Fox mask. It's like we are anonymous, we are Legion, and we say let our cows go. <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna be looking back fondly on the beef I started with Kevin James by the time the yeah, uh, totally. anonymous people get to me. And our cows. Oh, and yeah. R. Kelly. Oh. Did you watch the Junos? No. The R. Kells did a cool thing at the Junos, actually. What'd they do? Um, the guy who won... Oh, what's his name? Oh, I'm bad with names. The guy who won Indigenous Album of the Year or Indigenous Artist of the Year got, like, played off. <laughs> like, they started music during his like speech. Like speech went too long? Yeah, yeah. And so they started the music. He got cut off. He was like, ah, oh, I got cut off. Good night. Uh, and so when the Arkells won for Best Rock Album, they didn't give a speech. They just brought that guy on and oh, let him finish his finish speech. speech. That's yeah. very nice. That's a classy move. Yeah, yeah, totally. And he was like, this is what like <clears throat> making space for, for different voices looks like. It was pretty cool. 
Good for you, So Arkells. good on the Arkells and whatever that guy's name is that I don't know. <laughs> oh, God, I'm racist. No, no. Because you forgot a name. Of I a guy like, that I just learned today. I'm going to learn it. Right I, I uh, like, you know, the, the sitcom version of that story is like, people go, you know what? I don't need to give an acceptance speech. Let's let this guy finish. And then that's when he starts getting into, like, the Jews control. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, oh, I mean, I want to thank my mom and dad. <laughs> Follow the QAnon hashtag on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Where we go one, we go all. <laughs> I, um, uh, because I'm a comedian, I can't deal with people just, uh, giving an act of kindness without any irony, right. I immediately have to go, with, what would be the f- funny, dark twist yeah. uh, on this uh, uh, instance of human generosity? The artist's name is Jeremy Dutcher. Okay, That's okay. why I couldn't get it, because I was like, Dustin Jenkins? <laughs> uh, right? Like, yeah. Jeremy Dutcher. Yeah, there we go. I just didn't want to like leave his name out. See, he seems like he's asking for a good nickname, Charlie. It's a good dog walking by. That was a scary looking dog. Well, he's like got bailed like... out for the nickname game by that dog. <laughs> right yeah, there. Turner and a Hooch looking kind of dog. Nice. Reference. You say scary because you have a child, which that dog could kill. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, if Charlie doesn't first without heating her, <laughs> I. I'm on board with you, though. I have a small yeah. dog that that dog could kill. So. Yeah. Or, yeah, I, I say, let's have less... Tu- who, who, never mind. <laughs> I, I, I took three attempts of that joke. Less nah. toot toot hoot. All right. I feel like there's going to be a hooting in the blowfish reference, <laughs> yeah. which I'm on board with. It was going to be uh, less hooch, more Turner. And oh, then... Okay. Uh, it still worked. Yeah. Think. Remember when uh, Hooch and Turner Overdrive won that Juno? If I was running for uh, my pre- life, if I was running for president in the United States right now, my slogan would be less Putin, more Tootin, right? It would just be about let's get America away from Russian influence, get it back to fart jokes, right? You're going to win. Gassy Jack. <laughs> oh, RIP Gassy Jack. Oh, I'm getting under eye sweat in here. That's okay. We're not going we won't do that much Ugh. more, but I do want to know what your first day job was, Charlie, since I worked at Science World. Did you do anything like that when you first started comedy? What do you mean like, by day job? What was your least favorite day job you had? What was the What was the last day job you had before yeah. you started just being a writer slash comedian? The last day job I had, if you don't count teaching, because I did teach creative writing for a few years, but I've always considered that folded into like the... At a yeah. school, like a high school or... No, at, um, at UBC. Oh, and, wow. Amazing. Uh, and at um, SFU Writers Studio and like... But I can I consider that sort of part and parcel of like so the last job that I had was at the Granville Island Tea Company. There it is. Okay. Right? Yeah, okay. and I actually like it didn't pay great, but if it had paid better, yeah. I would have happily stayed there. Absolutely. Why? Stayed there, gone and done shows at night, done some writing on the like. Uh, uh, it was a very social job. Mm-hmm. It was a little bit like running a non-alcoholic bar. It's a different setup now than it yeah. was then. Yeah. <clears throat> but we had like a five or six seat counter and you get your regulars and then you get people who were just blowing through town and you'd mm. get like, and you'd like, it was kind of Sam Malone, you know, because I was fucking everybody. <laughs> uh, but like, you just like, uh, like wiping up the counters and taking people's orders and, and like, 
the people who drink tea during the day mm-hmm. are actually like, it, you know, it's not like how I imagine it must be in some bars mm-hmm. where people get fairly belligerent or yeah. fa- like it, it was just it was a, it was yeah, a really nice job social situation and in those days and i've been told that these rules are different now at the ground island tea company but we were allowed to take essentially unlimited tea home because okay. they wanted us to know yeah our stuff. they basically wanted us to be like sommeliers mm. but of tea yeah so i would take home like chinese dragon tears tea that was like $88 for 100 grams like yeah and and uh and it was one of those jobs like I learned a lot and you got to actually use what you were learning it was it was like it was a very dignified um job it didn't pay enough to like stick with so you had to go and become a successful author and comedian yeah, you got it's kind of sad it. if you think about it. Yeah. Fun fact: If you brew Dragon Tears tea in a cup of hot Dragon Tears, you become a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say that sounds like a, yeah. an RPG you'd be into, Kyle. Yeah. Chinese well, Dragon Tears. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, um, and then, but then, right after that is when uh, me, Erica, um, Graham, and Paul Bay got a show on City TV. It was a show. And we did this like news panel show. Yeah, where you didn't we would know about this? No. <laughs> What year? It's ten years from right now. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I was gonna say like two thousand nine. No, no, I... no, no. Two thousand twenty nine is when we're getting. Oh wow! <laughs> I'm from the future. <laughs> yeah. Don't rub your dick on that fire hydrant. <laughs> Um, I'm so concerned about how long I'm going to live. I jump around in time. Did yeah. you read Slaughterhouse Five? Um, no. So I, uh, yeah, it was ten years ago, 2009. That's crazy. We got canceled right before the Olympics started, oh. so I could compete, which was also a good <laughs> break. For me. Yeah, Charlie. I was Charlie the, took that Ukrainian guy's place after he died on wow. the beach. Oh Jesus, he <laughs> was Georgian. <laughs> well, that uh, country from, needs to rename itself because yeah. I was the Atlanta is the only Georgian. You know, Dino considered me the Jamaican of the Boston <laughs> team. Very cool Runnings reference. <laughs> Thank you. Great. You know who is briefly in Cool Runnings um, as like an extra? Or in like like a bit part is uh, Christopher Gaze who runs uh, really? Bart on the Beach. Really? So when we were kids, uh, we saw Cool Runnings, and then when we went to my, uh, my dad would take us every summer to see. And then when we saw Christopher Gaze, we were like, Cool Runnings! <laughs> you recognize? Yeah, that's so and funny. hopefully that's what he's remembered for. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. He has a one check. IMDb page. He, you know, it's funny because I would you would see him like whenever somebody like becomes very successful later in life, mm-hmm. and you know they had this like ragtag years. Yeah. Uh, and I was watching SCTV once, and there was like uh, uh, like a courtroom sketch, yeah. and uh, not like a, a drawing of OJ, <laughs> <but> like, a, <laughs> like a sketch that took place. Just in the, the word courtroom. him. Yeah. <laughs> And um, uh, they cut to the jury, and the jury laughed. And there's this one guy just hamming crazily, like, his laugh. And I paused it. I was watching it on tape, and I was like, 
Is that Christopher Gaze? And it was 100% Christopher Gaze in the jury box on SCTV. See, Love you, it. You realize that you have a skill, and it's recognizing that guy in various media. My real skill, more than the Christopher Gaze thing, is, and it's almost an obsession, if somebody says something that is the same number of syllables as oh. a line of a song, yeah. I will immediately weird owl... I've seen you what do they've it. just yeah. said. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I've seen you do it. I remember you did it with Sloppy Joe by Adam Sandler one time over there. Do you remember that? <laughs> yes, I do. I got Kevin Banner did a spit take. Yeah, uh, literally spat. Uh, he like he had just taken oh. a big drink of water. Um, but that's the uh, that's exactly um, a strange talent. It's the I mean <laughs> talent may not be the word for it, but it's just a strange. Uh, and there are a few that always come up. Mm-hmm. So anytime someone says something that's um, eleven syllables, yeah. I'll go uh, like they'll say it, and then I'll go. So they'll go like, I think I have to go to the store now. Yeah. And, um, well, I can't do it. But then I go like. Uh, and I think I gotta go to the store now. Like Rocket Man. It's not like a Drake. Is almost. Song, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I think I gotta go to the store now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know that yeah. common phrase? Yeah. 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 Somebody will say. Wow. Somebody else is always saying when they went, way they're where they need to go, when. Yeah. And you have a tune for it. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we should probably call it because I think you gotta get out of here now. What time is it? Five fifteen. Five fifteen. Oh, okay. I mean. You know, no, no. We're We've decided five that if you, you want, have to or, leave. Or, um, <laughs> I uh, have to pick up my. We can do bonus footage. Bonus footage is great. Dicks. <laughs> Call this B-roll. I wanted. I wanted to quickly discuss how you always get to perform with Tom and Christina. That's not not always, but mostly when Tom Segura comes to Vancouver. Mostly, mm-hmm. I get to. I've opened. He for asks him. for you, and you've toured with your mom's house, right? Uh, I did a show with them in Toronto okay. just because I was going to be out there anyway. Yeah. But like, I think at this point, Tom, if Tom asks for me, it's just because he wants an opener who's not going to creep him out or like try to hug him or anything. Isn't like a that. lot of comedy like that though? Because it seems like yeah, like, it's like trustworthy. Yeah. People. If you're right? coming to that town, you have that person open because you know it's going to be okay. Right? Yeah. You're gonna have a good time. Show's gonna go well. You know they're not gonna bury you. Right. Okay. Well, no, yeah, I'm that's like kidding. no. I've heard people <laughs> be like, was, I, "I thought I was making like a jokey that's dickhead the second, thing," and then we'd all have a little laugh. That was no, the second no. awkward silence of the episode. <laughs> yeah, the divorce, and then the, what? Uh, yeah, <laughs> no, you, you no, but people who job. like tour with their own headliner or, or <laughs> with their whole, yeah, their own you know, opener. you know, when no, you get a when you get an opening tour, yeah, and you're like, I gotta bring my own headliner. God. Find some <laughs> shitty old road dog. B-Y-O-H. <laughs> I mean, I uh, have asked for um, Yumi as an opener a number of times yeah. because she middled one weekend that I was headlining at the mix. Mm-hmm. And she's got everything that you want in an opener in that she's very funny and she's got the time. And But like the other thing that made her so great was her act because of her accent and because of the speed that uh, like the the cadence of her jokes she makes an audience listen like nobody else you would like it's almost like coming out and whispering the act like Mm -hmm. and they lean right in and they explode and then they go right back to listening and 
it was such a pleasure following her at the mix because I just had never gone out to such well-trained audiences. Yeah. It's great. She, she performs before my band often and you oh. know, rock crowds are, it's hard to make them pay attention. Yeah. And she does a great job of that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's also great on a comedy show to not have three white guys in a row. You can only really do that on a podcast. <laughs> hey. hey, I'm one quarter Japanese, okay? Whoa, no, I, know. I had no clue. Yeah, you wouldn't have done this because of your <laughs> yeah, because yeah. of your feelings towards <laughs> yeah, I'm a strict whites only. <laughs> yeah, uh, just I, a just a podcast uh, thing, just a podcast yeah. thing. Everywhere else, see. Whereas I it. round it up. I mean, I I consider you <laughs> white just statistically. <laughs> I go seventy five percent. We're just gonna. Round it yeah. up. Roll that up. Round it nice up to round, your favorite. Uh, yeah. I get no, but you know, yeah. if you if you were watching a three person comedy show like at a club mm-hmm. and you see your third white guy, you're like, ugh, what does this guy think about mayonnaise? <laughs> right? Hope he doesn't do any of my mayonnaise yeah, material. Like, he has a real hot take for us. Uh, yeah, but I bet you you can't sit next to a hot take for too long without uh, getting a bit of a burn. <laughs> that was a sunscreen. Uh, why, you know, anyway, it was pretty conceptual. Oh, Even like I'm it. willing to acknowledge what I said about the Beatles and their ability to bring people along on yeah. the, you know, conceptual pieces. Yeah. Uh, a physician, heal thyself. <laughs> I, I agree. I think that was the yellow submarine of your material. Thank you. Um, In that Ringo wrote it? Yeah, my, <laughs> yeah. the best Beatle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You don't People are so hard on I Ringo. I like Ringo. I got so mad. Did you see the movie Jersey Boys? No. no. Uh, like they made a movie of the <laughs> I don't musical. Know why that's funny. Oh, okay. Um, and in the and there's just this totally fucking gratuitous shot at Ringo Starr at the end. Mm. It's just like <laughs> R- Ringo is like, like he's the what like whatever's after bronze of Beatles. Like, he was still in the Beatles. Wood. He's below Pete Best. <laughs> He's my, yeah. People usually rank it Lennon McCartney, Pete Best, George Harrison, Ringo Starr. I just like... Yeah, I don't like shots against Ringo. Are you just... Are you just... Like, is there no level of excellence that you can achieve without... Like, with other people, without yeah. somebody going like, ah, you're the piece of shit of that, like, you know, turd. He's the Tito Jackson of the Beatles. <laughs> I think people <laughs> just go after Tito, because Tito has the funniest name. <laughs> yeah, because, like, literally, what are the other one's names? Jermaine. Jermaine. Nope. Latoya. <laughs> Don't believe it. President, <laughs> President Andrew. <laughs> Bubbles. Yeah. <laughs> Bubbles Jackson. <laughs> Bubbles Jackson. Oh, we're back to chimps. <gasps> Call and people losing their faces. <laughs> wow. And what a way to end it. Hey, Michael, let's go sing a song on stage. <laughs> That's the best Bubbles impression I've ever seen today. I've never heard you do an impression. <laughs> this, it this. might sound a little something <laughs> like this. Literally, all I can do is Bubbles, and then if I try to do any accent from around the world, it winds up sounding Jamaican in <laughs> two sentences. I'd be like, oh, right, I'm a British man going down to the beach to smoke some weed. That's not a British. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we have nice of making you talk about all the different jobs you're going to have. <laughs> a lot of mercy. According to Dino. <laughs>
Okay, that's it. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Bye. Dino, we love you. I love you, Kevin James. Thank you for listening to the Comedy Here Often podcast, and thank you to comedians Charlie Demers and Kyle Bottom. Uh, make sure to follow us on all our different social medias on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. We are at Comedy Here Often. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week. Thanks. Thanks.